Hi, this is Jeff Steele. Today we're going to be reading Nehemiah chapter 9, verses 38 through chapter 10, verse 39. Although we are going to do a little bit of skimming, uh, we have a pretty substantial list of names that we're not going to spend time on. Uh, we'll just kind of summarize that. But starting in chapter 9, verse 38, it says, The people responded, In view of all this, we are making a solemn promise and putting it in writing. On this sealed document are the names of our leaders and Levites and priests. The document was ratified and sealed with the following names. This is where we get into a list. I won't read all the names here. It takes up the next 27 verses. But first, uh, the governor Nehemiah's name is on it. And then all of the priests are listed, and then all of the Levites, and then all the leaders of the people. The point is that this is a list that represents the whole community. Okay, Every person in the community had someone on this list that they could look up to or who was influential. Then the rest of the people, verse uh, chapter 10, verse 28. Then the rest of the people, the priests, the Levites, gatekeepers, singers, temple servants, and all who had separated themselves from the pagan people of the land in order to obey the law of God, together with their wives, sons, and daughters, all who were old enough to understand, joined their leaders and bound themselves with an oath. They swore a curse on themselves if they failed to obey the law of God as issued by his servant Moses. They solemnly promised to carefully follow all the commands, regulations, and decrees of the Lord our God. We promise not to let our daughters marry the pagan people of the land and not to let our sons marry their daughters. We also promise that if the people of the land should bring any merchandise or grain to be sold on the Sabbath or any other holy day, we will refuse to buy it. Every seventh year, we will let our land rest and we will cancel all debts owed to us. In addition, we promise to obey the command to pay the annual temple tax of an eighth of an ounce of silver for the care of the temple of our God. This will provide for the bread of the presence, for the regular grain offering and burnt offerings, for the offerings on the Sabbaths, new moon celebrations, and the annual festivals for the holy offerings, and for the sin offerings to make atonement for Israel. It will provide for everything necessary for the work of the temple of our God. We have cast sacred lots to determine when, at regular times each year, the families of the priests, Levites, and common people should bring wood to God's temple to be burned on the altar of the Lord our God as written in the law. We promise to bring the first part of every harvest to the Lord's temple year after year, whether it be a crop from the soil or from our fruit trees. We agree to give God our oldest sons and the firstborn of all our herds and flocks as prescribed in the law. We will present them to the priests who minister in the temple of our God. We will store the produce in our storerooms of the temple of our God. We will bring the best of our flour and other grain offerings, the best of our fruit, the best of our new wine and olive oil. And we promise to bring to the Levites a tenth of everything our land produces. For it is the Levites who collect the tithes in all our rural towns. A priest, a descendant of Aaron, will be with the Levites as they receive these tithes. And a tenth of all that is collected as tithes will be delivered by the Levites to the temple of our God and placed in the storerooms. The people and the Levites must bring these offerings of grain, new wine, and olive oil to the storerooms and place them in the sacred container, containers nearing the ministering priests, the gatekeepers, and singers. We promise together not to neglect the temple of our God. Now, our section begins with, in view of all this. Uh, the people have just been given kind of a history lesson. Remember, they are reading from the book of the law, the Old Testament, for the first time in a long time. They've just heard their history, the history of their own people, and the story is really sobering. Along with all the miracles and things that God has done for them, they've also had to acknowledge their own failures. So now this section is their response. In view of all this, 
they are making this solemn promise. The text says that they not only make a promise, but they actually bound themselves with a solemn oath and a curse. There's something of a formula in the Old Testament where people will often pronounce this kind of a double promise, which says, I swear I will do this and let me be cursed if I do not. They're probably taking their cues from what they've read in the Bible. For example, uh, in Deuteronomy 27, which is it, actually, it's a text that really strongly parallel, parallels what's happening here in Nehemiah. Uh, we don't really have time to get into that. But um, in Deuteronomy 27, when Moses reads a list of commands and says, Cursed is the person who does this. And the people respond with, Amen. And he reads another one and says, Cursed is the person who does this. And the people respond with, Amen. And Amen, of course, means yes, truly, or, or um, me too. It's kind of uh, the word amen actually means uh, what he said. And so the people respond with, yes, they're giving their affirmation. So following Moses' example, the people bind themselves with an oath and a curse. To do what? To observe the law. To take God at his word. To do things like observe the Sabbath to observe the festivals, and to actually take care of the temple. A lot of what they commit themselves to here is to observe the times of worship that are spelled out in the law. Now what's happening here is the people are committing themselves to actually do what the Bible says. Now, these are Jewish people, right? And they've always claimed to be the people of the Bible, but now they are learning what is actually written in it, and they're deciding to do it. It's the difference between a person who says, I'm a Christian because my parents are Christians, or I was raised in a Christian environment. It's the difference between that and a person who says, I'm a follower of Jesus, and I'm trying to learn from him through his word, right? I mean, those are, those are two very different things, aren't they? It makes me think of uh, the book of James in the New Testament, where it says, don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourself. So how about us? Are we people who hear the word? Or are we going to actually do what it says. What if when Jesus said, love your enemy, he actually meant that we should literally love our enemies, including the people who act or vote or talk or look differently than we do? What if when Jesus said, pray for those who mistreat you, he literally meant to pray for that obnoxious, difficult to get along with person in your life? What if we took Jesus seriously when he said, it's not just about murder and adultery. The real problem is that you must not even harbor lust or anger in your heart. What if we believed that enough to do it? How would that change how we do church? So I wonder today, what are the words from God that we need to stop just listening to? And what is something that you need to actually start doing today? Let's pray. God, I ask that you reveal to us the ways that we've been kind of listening 
passively. And I pray that you restore active listening to us, an active heart, an active faith that says, yeah, yeah, I want to, I want to do that. I want to be a part of that. I want to follow through on the things that you've called me to do. God, don't let me sit any longer on the sideline or just kind of mentally assenting to things that I know should be done or that should be true, but they aren't in my life. God, don't let me do that anymore. God, give us the heart, give us the faith, give us the courage to step out and make a commitment to say, God, I will do this. I will take you at your word. I will believe your promises. And I will commit myself to following them wherever that leads. In your name, amen. Have a great day.